0: Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host James, and today we're reading page seventy seven. Tees moved without thinking, without a pause to consider, and this time as he played, Shadow smiled, and whenever Chernabog moved a piece, Shadow smiled wider. Soon Chernabog was slamming his pieces down as he moved them, banging them down on the wooden table so hard that the remaining pieces shivered in their black squares. "'There,' said Chernobog, taking one of Shadow's men with a crash, slamming the black piece down. "'There, what do you say to that?' Shadow said nothing. He simply smiled and jumped the piece that Chernobog had put down, in another and another and a fourth, clearing the center of the board of black pieces. He took a white piece from the pile beside the board and kinged his man. After that, it was just a mopping-up exercise, another handful of moves, and the game was done. Shadow said, "'Best of three?' Chernobog simply stared at him, his gray eyes like points of steel, and then he laughed, clapped his hands on Shadow's shoulders. I like you, he exclaimed. You have balls. Then Zorya Uchernaya put her head around the door to tell them that dinner was ready, and they should clear their game away and put the tablecloth down on the table. We have no dining room, she said. I am sorry. We eat in here. Serving dishes were placed on the table. Each of the diners was given a small painted tray on which was some tarnished cutlery to place on his or her lap. Zoria Vechernia took five wooden bowls and placed an unpeeled boiled potato in each, then ladled in a healthy serving of a ferociously crimson borscht. She plopped a spoonful of white sour cream in and handed the bowls to each of them. I thought there were six of us, said Shadow. Zoria Polinusia is still asleep, said Vo- Zoria Vechernaya. We keep her food in the refrigerator. When she wakes, she will eat. The borscht was vinegary and tasted like pickled beets. The boiled potato was mealy. The next course was a leathery pot roast accompanied by greens of some description, although they had been boiled so long and so. And that's the page, and we're going to have to wait till tomorrow for that (laughs) really great joke. On this page, we have two halves. One half is Shadow defeating Chernobog fairly soundly in their second game of Checkers. I did question yesterday's episode if it was a good idea to rile Shirtabug up, In this page makes him seem like he's in pretty good spirits, despite the loss. It's kind of a complete 180 from how he was previously. This means that he has to join Wednesday on his mad caper, and he doesn't seem terribly upset as having, at having to go. At the very least, he's made some sort of friendship with Shadow, and it seems like he respects Shadow, at least. The second half of the page describes the food, and it certainly sounds like a dinner served by people who are used to having someone cook for them. Boiled potatoes, leathery pot roast, borscht, although I kind of wonder if the zoryas and Chernobog have been in America for so long. Wouldn't they be able to cook better by now? But I think, I think there's a pretty simple answer, and it's old gods don't change. That's a major part of the novel, and we'll talk about it more as we go forward, but the versions of the gods from the old country are different from their original incarnations but once they're here in America they're not going to change a whole hell of a lot so if if the Zorias and chernabog came in the late 1890s or early 1900s they're going to be more or less stuck in that mindset there's another common theme in neil gaiman's works and that i mean i guess it's a common theme in books in general but we have main characters who who evolve as as the book continues and this is certainly where shadow is different from most of the other characters we're going to meet like Coraline, like richard and neverwhere or fat charlie and anansi boys even morpheus really uh by the end of sandman there's there's a lot of change that can happen within the book to these characters but there's not the same kind of out for the gods in this book the gods are very much set in their ways and anytime anytime they act they're going to be acting in a manner that is that is similar to how they were 200 or 400 or a thousand years ago however long they've been around there's not going to be a whole lot of deviation from those characteristics and to a certain extent, I wonder if this absolves them of guilt in their interactions. They're acting in accordance with their nature and not necessarily in the same way that a person would. A person is able to learn from past mistakes and to is able to, to move on from things. And that's that's the book for shadow. His journey is about coming to terms with his wife's death and real life and and changing as he gets out of prison. but I don't know, I guess I'm just kind of rambling a bit now it's It's themes that I've been thinking about for a long time, and there's 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 definitely characters in in Neil's books that have this same sort of idea they're they're the primal origins where they cannot change there's the kindly ones in Sandman the other mother in Coraline Islington and Neverwhere mostly it's the villains of the book and I guess we can have that discussion when we get to the end of the book about good and evil and protagonist antagonist or just you know hero and villain but there's something that the book presents as well which is that that gray area that not quite Chernobog, not quite Beelabog sort of sort of space that a lot of these characters do inhabit. After all, the gods themselves were brought here by believers, and it's not, I mean, they didn't ask to be born. They didn't ask to be brought to a land where no one's going to believe in them in 100 or 200 or 500 years. Anyway, I have gassed on enough about that. The Basically, the Zoria though, are stuck in these same sort of belief systems that spawned them, and their cooking will probably never improve. The cooking that they do is mostly boiled, boiled potato, boiled greens, leathery pot roast. Borscht, though, if you're unfamiliar, is a soup, sour soup made from fermented beetroot juice, vegetables, and some sort of stock. Several recipes I found it was bone stock, uh, but some kind of soup stock anyhow. Beetroot gives the soup its reddish-pinkish color, and the whole thing is topped with smetana, which is basically Eastern European version of sour cream. Borscht is not my style of soup, but and I would normally say that it's, it's due to my Irish heritage, but I'm not really a fan of Irish food either. Maybe I'm just too American and would take a burger any day of the week. Anyhow, you can get in touch at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James and Firmary Blues, which we use as our theme song. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.